Garfiri Jefem! Welcome to yet another action-backed episode of Got Fit in Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your other host, Jeremy Motherfucking Dishner. How y'all doing? Oh, yeah. And as you find folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about, well, tonight, two dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That is right, and we have a lot of great news tonight. Hi, Kampai, Jeremy. Hello. Welcome back, my buddy. How you doing? What are you drinking over there? Well, I am drinking Asahi Dry Zero. There is no alcohol whatsoever what? in this beverage. Yes, 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 I know. I, um, I've i got a lingering case of colitis. Have you ever had colitis, Jeremy? Nope, no, nope. I've never had any kind of major stomach issues. What What is colitis for somebody who doesn't know? Uh, colitis, well, I've explained it before in the show, but it's basically some kind of like a stomach disorder. It's a virus. It's a bacteria. I've heard everything. I've seen everything on the internet. And uh, basically, it just means my intestines are not happy with me, possibly due to stress, bad diet, not sleeping well, pretty much how I live my life. (laughs) So I'm on meds and I can't have anything fun. No booze, no good food, no nothing. I've been eating tofu and tofu, boiled eggs, yogurt, uh, watered down coffee. And pretty much that's it for weeks on end. It's It's been a crazy ride. I've lost like 50 pounds, dude. That's like a thousand kilos, man. Uh, dude, my sweatpants are baggy. <laughs> it's right great. on, right on. Yeah, yeah, I look great, but I feel terrible. And um, so, yeah, tonight I'm drinking uh, a non-alcoholic beer, which is pretty much like dirty water, but that's okay. And um, yeah, I've, I've had to come up with vices. Um, man, do you have any vices, Jeremy? Oh, I I tend to tip back the old can every once in a while. You know, I got me uh, I got me a Belgian white beer here. Oh, wow. My Suntory. It's a it's like a Japanese beer, but it's a Belgian beer. It's I by like Suntory, them. but yeah, those are good. They're 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 kind of fruity. They're really good taste. Mm. Um, uh, I used to smoke, but I quit smoking like uh, thirteen years ago. Mm. So I mean, just because I, I I started doing jujitsu, and I'm like, yeah, I can't have both. And then I I got I just quit doing that, and then uh. Uh, of course, you know, we all experimented with the other stuff uh, in our youth, but don't do that here in Japan. But, uh, you know, other than that, just I guess I don't gamble and I, I just drink. That's about it. Wow. I was expecting you to say comics, but uh... <laughs> is that really a vice, though? Is that a vice? 
it, it kind of is a vice. It could be a vice comics and uh, yeah, collecting like Spider-Man stuff. It could be Hot Wheels, you know, I don't, it's kind of a vice, a collection. It depends on how deep you get. And um, actually, uh, if faders, if you're watching YouTube and you should be watching YouTube because you would see a how skinny I've got. Actually, I'm wearing a lot of ba- baggy clothes. You can't tell. You can't see shit. But I mean, if you look, if you're watching the video, you could see Jeremy's background and there's like a lot of awesome stuff. I mean, it's kind of like. 10 year old Johnny's wet dream right up there. You've got everything. You've got Walking Dead, Spider Man, Star Wars. You've got it all, man. Yeah, it's like a museum back here, right? Because I got all the Hot Wheels. I've got my Spider Man stuff. I've got Star Wars stuff. I've got stuff from 1980s, 1970s. You know, it's crazy, but it's just stuff that I've collected over the years. And uh, yeah, it just goes on my shelves. I'm running out of space. You're running out of space. Well, <laughs> welcome to Japan. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Everybody has a small apartment. Even when you go to the suburbs, it's kind of small compared to like you know, like America or Europe or whatnot. But um, yes, I've got a vice. Um, I like to have a cigar every so often. You know, in Japanese, a cigar is called hamaki, hamaki. And uh, yeah, uh, I smoke about a cigar or two a day now. <laughs> <laughs> it is my wow. new vice. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna like sound like George Burns in a little bit. I'm like, hey kids, how you doing? Or like Krusty the Clown or something, man. But yeah, hey, that's my vice. If I can't have good food, if I can't have booze, if I can't have anything fun, yeah, dude, I'm smoking cigars, man. And I'll be honest, man, cigars are a little expensive. I, I smoke the cheap ones and I am loving them. I love cigars. You know, if I, if I got to give up sugar or whatnot, beer, cigars is like a logical good step, I think. What's your what's your go-to cigar, man? Uh, anything at this point. Pretty much uh, anything that's under 1,000 yen. Anything that's under 10 bucks, that's what I got. Let's see. What do I got right now? Where's my... Uh... Where's my little hamaki stash? Where is it? Oh, oh did I lose? If I lost it, I'm going to lose my shit. Ah, where's my Stokes? <laughs> I'm completely uneducated and ignorant about cigars. I have no idea what's a good cigar, what's a bad cigar. I know the cliche thing, like, like Cuban cigars are supposed to be the best, but I don't know why. And I don't know how to tell if something is a Cuban cigar. Um, I think Cubans are the best just to, well, I, I don't think that they're the best. I mean, I, I think to each their own when it comes to cigars, cigars, whiskey, wine, whatever. I, I think if you like something, that's good for you and that's the best. But uh, for me, um, you know what? My favorite cigars, and I know a lot of people are going to shit their pants when they hear me say this. My favorite cigars are the Maker's Mark cigars. It's like a cigar that's made by, you know, Maker's Mark whiskey, but it's got this like- Absolutely really nice sweet taste to it and you can smell the bourbon you can taste the bourbon and i like wow. maker's mark and um yeah i think they're fine cigars they're affordable um kind of expensive in japan so i'm not i, I spoke those maybe once a week at this point but uh for me they're my favorite a lot of people do like the cohibas and uh the monte cristos and they're, they're those are cuban and they say cubans are the best because well of like the climate the soil the water whatnot and that's where like the tobacco is grown so and uh and they are great cigars but uh i think one reason why a lot of americans like them is just because they're illegal you know and it's the uh, devil's fruit <laughs> you know sure sure you tell somebody they can't have something and that's immediately what they want right oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah um speaking of trying to get something that uh you uh not really supposed to have but everybody kind of wants it is uh katana swords man and uh, i saw a lot of katana swords the other day 
Where we want, we want to say katana sword. That's kind of weird. You know, I have to say English and Japanese for our, like our listeners, because there's a lot of people there that don't know the difference. But uh, katana means Japanese sword and sword means sword. <laughs> it's like well, saying, let, let, me, let me break it down for you a little bit more, sir. Oh, yeah. Go for it. It's, it's a combination of two words. Kata meaning edge of and na meaning sword. So edge of the edge of steel, edge of sword. Yeah. Those are what those kanjis mean. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. All right. Wow. God, the, the stuff we learned, I got fit in Japan. Oh, by the way, this is episode <laughs> number 678. Yes, we have done this 678 times before. And we're, yes. we're, we're getting good at it. No, no, no. There, there's no mastering a podcast. Even Joe Rogan slips up sometimes. <laughs> good point. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, we're having fun. Uh, I'd, ha- I'd be having a lot more fun if I was drinking beer. This near beer, you know, when you drink like Asahi Zero, it just makes you want to drink real beer. Like, I mean, I'm like a quarter of the way done with this and I've got I've got a case of beer in the other room and I'm like, Ooh. maybe if I have just one, <laughs> but no, no you can't do it. Your insides will fall out, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, it probably doesn't help that I'm sitting here slugging back beers like crazy while you're, while you're sitting there having to struggle. But you know, the good thing about those, those zero, those zero uh, alcohol beers, if you look on that can, it also says zero calories. So uh, you're not getting any, uh, any um, calories with that as well. But you know, when you drink beer, that's all you're getting is like empty calories, right? Uh, Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, dude, I'm skinny enough, man. I can hula hoop through a Cheerio at this point. <laughs> dude, my shoes right on, right don't on. even fit. Now we're Converse. <laughs> I'm like, oh, right, that right. is crazy. Oh, man. I can't even wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> it slides right off. So like, what have you been up to this week, man? Did you get anything uh, good going? Are you got any new shows coming up? Are you having any commissions? What's going on with you, man? All of the above, but uh, what I really want to talk about is the katana, the samurai sword. Now, Jeremy, have oh, yeah. You, yeah, have you ever gone to the Setagaya Boroichi Market? No, I have not. What's that all about? Well, the Setagaya Boroichi Market is the oldest market in the Tokyo area. It's about 400 years old, and they've been doing it twice a year for 400 years, but they stopped. Wow. They stopped during uh, which we called COVID. So for like right. the first time ever, they stopped for three years. But last weekend they opened it, and it was absolutely insane, dude. It's pretty much like, I think it's like four. Is it four kilometers or is it three kilometers? Whatever. It's like three or four kilometers of this road that goes from Setagaya Station to another station. And pretty much you just walk down this road, this boulevard. It's this kind of, it's not a boulevard. It's like a really smallish, it's a boulevard in Japan, in Tokyo. And um, anyway, you walk down it and on the left and on the right, you just have all these booths where people are selling anything and everything. They're selling like kimonos, kimono fabric. They're selling like helmets from World War II. They're selling daggers. They're selling knives. They're selling pottery. They're selling Nintendo video games. It's like a flea market and a garage sale and everything in between. It is absolutely insane. And um, I went there and it was so tempting to buy like a World War II era katana. I was like, oh my God, that's so awesome. I had one in my hand and I opened it up and it was still really, really sharp, but it's all kind of like beaten up a little bit. It looked like somebody was like hitting, hitting like maybe cutting wood with it or something. But I mean, it was like history, pure history in my hands. And I was like, oh my God. And there were so many people there. And I was like, oh, like kind of like moving it around a little bit and i was like this is pretty dangerous so i put it back in and i gave it to the guy and i was like 
thank you so much for letting me touch history, but I'm not going to buy it. The guy's like, whoa, 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 you, you, no, discount. I'm like, no, 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 I, I want it, but no. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was like the best market ever. It is so cool. And I recommend that anybody and everybody that's coming to Japan, that they should definitely Google the Setagaya Boroichi market, which basically means like old flea market, I think, or rag market. And you got to go there. But if you do go there, make sure you go there at eight o'clock or nine o'clock in the morning when they open, because I got there at 10 o'clock and for about 40, 30 minutes, there wasn't that many people. I'm kind of walking with my coffee, going from the one side of the street to the other side of the street. And I'm looking at everything and anything. Dude. I'm just, I'm just so absorbed. And I'm like looking at all these, like, I mean, they have so much cool stuff. Like they, there's this one booth that had ashtrays just ashtrays from like the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. Like those marble ones. Mm. I was just like, holy shit, this is incredible. Another booth had like Vietnam, like uh, what's called Zippos from like the GIs that were stationed in Japan during the Vietnam War and shit. It was like so awesome. I was like, this is so cool. But then, then at about 1130-ish closer to noon, Dude, that place just got so packed, dude. It was a gridlock where you couldn't go to the left or the right anymore. You just were kind of like, kind of baby stepping all the way to the very end, dude. There's so many people. And just happened like out of nowhere, all these people just showed up and it was crazy, man. Have you ever been to a market like that before? I was in a similar market like that in in Seoul, Korea, man. They they have little tiny streets there as well. Mm Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, market with like little stalls set up and it was packed, man. The streets were just packed. And mm-hmm. I can imagine like Japan, like especially like the old towns like Setagaya, which has been around for like hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. That place has got to have a good, good marketplace, man. And it's going to be like little tiny streets that'll get packed quickly. Let me ask you one question. What was that samurai sword going for? How much did they want for it? Um, I think it was like maybe Juman Yen or something, like a thousand bucks. You know, Woo. yeah, I wasn't really looking at the price. In fact, I'm I'm kind of estimating about the price and stuff. I was like more like having that in my hand and looking at it and playing with it a little bit was just like, dude, it's like something that Johnny's been wanting to do for since he came to Japan. Like, whoa, this is awesome. And there's like 50 million people surrounding me. Oh, my God. Right on, uh, right on. For for kind of like a little, like a brief second, I kind of felt like I was in The Walking Dead. Like, I got to fight my way out of here. <laughs> uh yeah that's pretty cool you know um when you pop off the uh the the wood handle there's a little there's a little pin that holds the wood handle on you can pop yep. that off yep and I then know. the name of the maker the name of the maker will be on the bottom half of that, that's covered by the wood and then and the year it was made and then most likely who it was made for so it would be so interesting and cool to do a little bit of research like get those names and do research and find out the history of that sword like you said it was beat up what if it was used to lop off heads of of uh of gis bad guys during the during the civil wars or gis or something man what what, what if they you know use that sword in an actual battle you know or what if like you know i took off the handle and i looked at like the blade the the i guess the base blade or whatever and it said like made for ned I'm like mm-hmm. ned who the fuck is ned <laughs> Uh, Ned's dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, basically, yeah, it's it's a knockoff. But no, no, no. It, it seemed pretty authentic. I mean, if it was a knockoff, geez, I mean, phew, that was an incredible knockoff. But yeah, it's amazing what you can find at those uh, flea markets, man. Especially that one was just so many booths. So many. It was like so incredible, man. I really, really enjoyed it. I, uh, I 
kind of wanted to buy something. But the thing is like, you know, when I go to flea markets and I see stuff that's like maybe like, I don't know, 50, 100, 300 years old, I'm like, what if I buy something that's cursed? What if I what if I buy like a necklace and I give it to my wife and all of a sudden like you know she winds up like being possessed and like she cuts off my dick or something? I mean that could be that that's a possibility, you know? <laughs> sure it is, man. Yeah, magic is always the answer when you don't know something. Exactly. Whenever there's a mystery, you should stop you should stop researching and just say, "Oh God, it's magic." <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's the it's the go to thing. Didn't Einstein say that? <laughs> He's like, yeah. He said, "What uh, the fuck was that?" Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the answer. Gotta be magic. Yeah, Jesus did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so how about you, man? What have yeah. you been up to or what's going on in your life? Oh, dude, we had a badass DJ night uh, on Saturday at the bar. Right. Uh, that means that we had a guest DJ come in and he just rocked the place from nine o'clock to like two o'clock in the morning. And we didn't get out of the bar until like 530 in the morning. Even after they were gone, the crowd was still jumping around, having a great time and buying up stuff. Uh, that was Saturday. Friday night was just about as busy. Uh, we didn't have any guests or any, any any live music, but just people started showing up. And we have karaoke at the bar. And once you get people singing karaoke, like no one wants to do it at first. Like, uh, I don't want to be the first one to go. I'll be the first one to go. I always say Jeremy's the first one to go, man. And I'll mm-hmm. sing a song, and it sounds like it sounds like two cats, you know, getting strangled, you know. But I'll get people. I'll get people going, and then some real talented people there will take over. You know, and then everyone starts singing songs after that, and it just keeps going and going and going. And then I think we were there on Friday night until four thirty in the morning. I'm like, listen, guys, this is the last song. I'm telling you, we got to go. Yeah, because I got to I got to wake up and do this all again tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, the last couple nights have been just really, really, really packed. And then nice. um, Sunday here was like kind of yeah, kind of like a sleety, kind of a little not snowy, but like a kind of icy and rainy and cold so uh not a whole lot of people came out on sunday which sundays are generally pretty pretty even paced you know people come into chat they don't come into party so much but uh yeah that was all right and uh we're off for the next couple days but we start the cycle again on wednesday wednesday through sunday nice dude absolutely fantastic dude you know all right i'm curious i'm curious what is your go-to i'm assuming it's quiet riot (laughs) yeah you would be assuming wrong dude my favorite favorite singer in the whole world of all times is chris cornell so i'll sing like uh like a stone or i'll sing uh some sound garden or i'll sing like uh uh show me how to live by, mm-hmm. by chris cornell those are those are some of my go-to songs right there can't go wrong man can't allison change is good too allison change is awesome yeah yeah, I you know I used to do Bill, well I still do Billy Joel man I've got the voice for Billy Joel and Sinatra and uh, the thing is though when I first came to Japan I would sing Billy Joel and everyone's like wow Billy Joel but now you know if I go up and I sing Billy Joel like you know everyone's like who 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 is this is this from like you know the 1950s or <laughs> I'm like yeah. uh no it's uh, never mind I I gotta update yeah. my karaoke selection. I do it often, man, because like I said, we have it at the bar. So once we get people kicked off on that, they're always like, sing a song, man. So I'll do all the old 90s and 80s stuff. I'll do Quiet Riot, too. Why not? But uh, I I prefer like singing in the 90s. I'm sticking like to Alice in Chains, Chris Cornell, uh, Stone uh, Stone Temple Pilots, you know, those kind of those kind of songs, those kind of bands. What about any Japanese? Do you like Finger Five or something or Smappa? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Amiyumi? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean work for i work uh for for a major band 
here in Japan. I don't want to say their name. I worked for them for six years, uh, setting up like TV shows with them and and also taking them on tour and, and taking them out to drink and eat and stuff like that. Major, major part of my work here in Japan was was on TV and films for a long time. And I worked with, like I said, with a major Japanese band. And I just got, I got burned out like I'm watching Japanese TV or Japanese music, man, because I just had to hear it all the time. So now, now I just stick to mostly just American tunes. I see. I see. Yeah, I, I've got one Japanese song, Finger Five. Hey, 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 hey. You know that one? Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's a good one. But once I get drunk and stuff, you know, once I get drunk, I can't read Japanese at all. You know, I'm just like, oh, I'm not even making any sense. Oh, God, it's, it's bad. Yeah. You, you can't read Japanese. You can't read a, se- a second language if you're really drunk. You know, I mean, can you? I can't. No, it goes by so fast, man. It goes by mm-hmm. super fast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, and if you make up the words, it's not good because you're just saying a lot of bad words at that point, or that or gibberish, and people get pissed. Yeah, you really got to yeah. say words. <laughs> oh man! A, oh please! I was gonna say I stick to American songs because I, I mean, I don't even have to like think about the words because I've been singing these same songs for like thirty years or forty years. <laughs> Oh yeah, at that yeah. point. Or I mean, if you're doing stuff in the '90s, I mean, it's like in the the t- movie uh, Ted, right? Where Ted was like, "Yeah, every song in the '90s is just vowels." Easy, easy peasy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very easy to do. Speaking of words, I think we should probably jump into the news and read the words of the mighty news. Uh, we got a lot of crazy news that happened this week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we got a lot of stuff for uh, After Dark, which we should probably jump into um, soon because, uh, yeah, the dark news is kind of uh, it's kind of bypassing the bizarre funny news. You know, I mean, uh, it's getting pretty bad, faders. So, uh, yeah. So tonight we're going to read the bizarre, funny and uh, crazy news. And, uh, yeah, if you... Uh, Go to our Patreon page and sign up for that for 500 yen. We do have all the dark news. And uh, that news is, oh, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Jeremy, what do you think? It's bad. It's horrible. It's bad. Oh, it's, it's bad. It, it, that's the bad stuff, man. That, that's the, that's the after dark. You know, that's the, that's the naughty news right there. Yeah, it's the stuff that, uh, yeah. Uh, you read that news or you listen to that podcast if you're like sitting around a campfire at night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't have to tell scary stories. You just got to put on Got Petty in Japan after dark and you're good to go. <laughs> mm. Absolutely, man. It's fun. Yep. And then you can always just, um, you can always watch us on YouTube as well. If you have a phone, just click on our channel, sign up, subscribe. Johnny said we're trying to get a million people to subscribe, but we'd just be happy with a thousand. A thousand would be great. We started out this month, January. It's January in case you're listening to this in the future. Uh, January 2023, we started out this month with 110 subscribers. Now we're over 350. I think we're at 356 at the moment. Hoorah. That's because of you, Faders. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. You guys fucking rock, dude. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much, Faders. All right. Well, on that note, uh, let's get into the news. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yahoo. Come get your party on. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... 
If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got bit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got bit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you in Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. 
bullets in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. Tokyo and craving soul food? We've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back. Oh boy, oh boy, faders. I hope you enjoy those sponsors as much as we enjoy our sponsors. Oh man, we support every single one of those guys 110%. They are fantastic. And if you want to be a sponsor on Got Faded Japan, why don't you just give us a DM and we will hook you up. So uh, yeah, on that note, um, Jeremy, I, I just totally forgot. I, I'm stumbling over words at this point. <laughs> I'm too sober to do Got Fit in Japan. This is crazy. Uh, do you want to do the first story or do you want me to take it? Oh, <laughs> uh, you go ahead, man. It, it seems like you got the first one. I got, I got the next one. Okay, here we go. The first story. Um, yeah, Tom prepared these stories loosely. And uh, yeah, here we go. So... Police trying to identify victim after dismembered body parts found in two suitcases. This story took place in Wakayama. Police in Wakayama City are trying to identify a woman whose dismembered body parts were found in two suitcases this week. Uh, maybe it's two women. You know, maybe, I don't know, you got two suitcases. Um, the grillish discovery was made at around 5.30 p.m. on January 18th after a local workman contacted police to say that a car had been parked at the same spot beside the Kino River early since morning. Uh, local media reported that police found a black suitcase containing a human body parts in the trunk of the car, which was rented. Another red case was found floating in a, the river nearby. It also contained body parts. You know, that's weird. Wouldn't you keep them together? That's why, why would you separate them? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not crazy, so that's probably why. I don't know. That's actually I don't a good thing. I don't have a lot of... Uh, I, don't have, I was going to say, I don't have a lot of experience of murdering or dismembering human beings, so I, I don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of movies, but still, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, when I say movies, yeah. I mean horror movies, okay? Um, earlier in the day, the body of a man was found floating on the river. Oh, it is two people, about 2.5 kilometers downstream from where the red case was found. Police identified the man who was in his 50s as the driver of a car from the driver's license, which he left in the vehicle. Oh my gosh, maybe it's a murder-suicide. Police uh, said Friday that the forensic examination revealed that the body parts belonged to a woman in her late 20s to early 40s. I'm assuming she's 30. <laughs> she had died sometime on January 17th. Police said that they have not yet been able to identify the woman nor her relationship to the man whose name hasn't been released. Surveillance camera footage uh, taken at around 10.30 p.m. on January 17th showed the car driving along the road towards the spot where it was found parked in the next day. You know what? Basically, once they start using uh, the the cameras, the, the footage, whatever, the surveillance footage, they're going to figure everything out in about maybe mm -hmm. 10 seconds. Because the thing is, there are cameras 
everywhere in Japan. In Tokyo, there's cameras everywhere, absolutely everywhere. But even when you go to the suburbs in the, the countryside, like, you know, Wakayama, there's there's cameras everywhere, right? So they're going to- Yeah, there's cameras everywhere, bro. I've been to Wakayama and mm-hmm. yeah, there's cameras all over the place. And it says, mm-hmm. it says like, what's what was this woman's relationship to the man? I, I think I, she was a victim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's the victim. Now, I got a question though. Wait, so- all right, this is my first time reading this article. Um, we're kind of like putting the show together for the Caesar Pants Fitters. But um, yeah, uh, so basically what? They they found the man. Is the man alive or the man's in the red suitcase and she's in the black suitcase? Yeah, and I, you said earlier it was a murder-suicide. I highly doubt it because mm-hmm. like, I don't think the guy killed the woman, chopped her up, then chopped himself up? He chopped himself up and he got in a suitcase. Maybe he got in the suitcase, threw it in the river... And then chopped himself up while he's inside. Is that possible? I don't think that's no, possible. No, 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 no. Here, here's what happened. He like he opened a suitcase up on the ground and he cut one leg off and then it fell on the suitcase. So he's hopping on it one leg and he cut one arm off. So it fell on the suitcase and they cut the other leg off. So he fell in the suitcase and he used his one arm that was left to pull that solid off leg into the suitcase with him. Then he started zipping it and then, and then like used his head to nudge the suitcase into the river. Wait, wasn't that a Monty Python? <laughs> I think that's a Monty Python thing. I'm pretty sure. I have no leg. <laughs> well, anyway. Just a flesh um, wound. It is just a flesh wound. That's it. That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, they're going to figure out that it probably was a suicide. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're onto something. All right. Speaking of being onto something, yeah. next story. All right. So I got a good one here for you. 81-year-old woman arrested for attempted murder of daughter. Whoa. How, how do you get murdered by an 81-year-old woman? Like, how slow is that murder? <laughs> I, I I think I might know. Um, I, I've, you know, I'm, okay. I'm slowly, slowly but surely developing into an old man, and I've researched old man strength, so I'm pretty happy that I'm going to keep my muscles for um, at least a little bit longer. But uh, since there's old man strength, is there old woman strength? Is that a thing? Because if there's old woman strength, 81 years old, dude, she could still hack it, literally. I don't know, man. That's a good question. That's a question. You have to leave that one up to the biologists. Uh, it depends on what she's eating, man. If she's just eating like you, like tofu and, and boiled eggs, she's not going to have any strength. She must have been up. Ah, she's in Hokkaido, so she's up there eating fucking Ooh. bears and walrus blubber. Oh, you know? yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's strong as fuck, probably. Yeah, right. dude. Uh, police in Iwa, uh, Iwamizawa, Hokkaido, on Thursday arrested an 80-year-old woman on suspicion of attempting murder after she allegedly tried to stab her daughter in the home. According to police, the incident occurred around 1.15 a.m., the Hokkaido Broadcasting Corporation reported. Uh, police said the victim, who was in her 50s, was sleeping at the time when her mother, Chie Sato, Came into the room, uh, into the room, and pressed the knife with an uh, a knife with an 18 centimeter long blade against her neck. Oh. The daughter woke up and restrained the mother. Some kung fu right there, bro. Mm. All right. In the struggle, the daughter received a slight cut to the to her neck, not her throat, not her throat, her neck. What's the difference? That's weird. The difference is uh, the throat's in the front. That's where all the good bits are. That's where all the shit you need is at. Uh-huh. The neck is in the back. 
Yeah, that's oh. that's where like uh, yeah, your your backbone goes all up to your okay. skull. Still okay. vitally important. Uh, yeah, you, you don't want anything anything on your body. You probably don't want it cut on. Yeah. So she contacted a relative who called police. Why did she? Why didn't she just call police herself? <laughs> Sato said she admitted. Uh, police said Sato admitted to attempting to kill her daughter, quoting her as saying they hadn't been getting along recently. No shit, Sato. Uh, police said Sato was not ill, nor did she have any uh, like requirement for a caregiver. Uh, they are questioning both Sato and her daughter uh, to find out what the source of the trouble is between them. Probably in the knife and the murder thing. Yeah, that's, that that's going to run a relationship. Yeah, that will do it. <laughs> that, that'll that piss him off. That'll piss him off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that the mom is 80 years old and the daughter's been living with her for ages. For eight, well, pretty much for 50 years. 50 years. And the mom's just like, get the yeah. fuck out of my house. Please just get the. I, I got a few good years left ahead of me before it all starts going downhill, and I just want to get laid. I want to hang out. I want to party. I want to do my thing. And you're cramping my style. <laughs> do oh, you want to come over to my place when I got a kid? <laughs> no kidding, right? Yeah. Sometimes she probably just wants to sit on the couch and rub one out in peace. Oh man, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't, you know? But uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is one of those things, man. I mean, if you're 50 years old, you should not be living with your mom, especially. All right. If your mom is healthy. OK, don't live with your mom. But if your mom is like ill or something, then it's, it's completely acceptable if you're taking care of her, you know, or your dad. But it's just like, I mean, if your mom's healthy, I mean, why not get your own place, man? I, I know mom's cooking is like, you know, second to none, but it's just like, dude, come on. Uh. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live with my parents, man. I, I left my home when I was 16 and mm. never went back, man. Yeah, that's yeah. another story for another day. But yeah, I I don't know. My my stepdad makes amazing margaritas. I wouldn't mind living there for a. I'm, bit. I'm pretty good at making a margarita too. Yeah. Oh man, well, I gotta come to your bar soon. Well, how old were you? Hmm? Oh, I was gonna ask you, Johnny. How old were you when you left your house permanently? Uh, seventeen going on eighteen. Okay, so you're normal too. So this fifty year old chick, what the fuck's wrong with her? Yeah. But I wanted to move on earlier, you know, and I had friends that had apartments, but the thing was I was saving up for college and I was just like, shit, dude, I really want to get out of Michigan. At the time, I just had to get the fuck out, you know? And um, anyway, I was saving up and uh, yeah, as soon as I could, I left, you know, but I wanted to leave at 15, 16. But then again, if I did do that, it would have fucked everything. I wouldn't be in Japan right now. I'd probably be in prison. (laughs) Uh, I fucked off at at 16. Mm-hmm. I fucked off at 16. I had I had my own car. It was already paid for. I had a little bit of money that I'd saved up from like little jobs that I was doing on the side, you know, uh, running my own. I had like my own little business of like lawn care and shit. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then I, I fucked off to Mexico for a few months and just mm-hmm. lived in my car and then came back and joined the army. And then after that, never went home. I want to hear more details, but uh, like you said, that's for another time. And uh, I yeah. want to drink when you tell me the story. <laughs> I want to be like, no, absolutely. Sure. All right. Absolutely. Speaking of story, here we go. Next story. Elementary school teacher for a arrest. No. <laughs> Elementary school teacher arrested for stalking male acquaintance. This story took place. I know. I know. Uh, the plot thickens. The story takes place in Yamanashi. Police and Minami Alps. 
Yes, there's a place in Japan called the Minami Alps. Yamanashi Prefecture have arrested a 33-year-old female elementary school teacher on suspicion of stalking a male acquaintance. Oh, the plot does thicken. Oh, usually it's the other way around. Usually it's the male, the creepy male teacher who's like 50 years old, who's stalking some like probably like a kid or teenager, you know, but uh, yeah, this is different. Okay, here we go. According to police, Saki Sodeno, who is employed at a public elementary school, is accused of stalking the man who is in his 40s on two separate occasions this month, local media reported. Police said Sodeno went to the man's home uninvited on January 9th and 15th. The man had consulted with police last year about being stalked by a woman, and police had issued a war- issued her a warning. Police said oh. that following her arrest on Monday, the woman has been making vague statements about her actions, saying that she wasn't stalking. Uber Eats! Uber Eats! Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a new job at Uber Eats. I have to deliver your hamburger. <laughs> Dude, how how tar- how hard is it to stalk in the Minami Alps, man? That in Yamanashi, there's tons of mountains. So is this bitch like climbing mountains to get to this dude's house, walking up hills? You really? Man, she really wants that D. <laughs> yeah. Really wants that D. Maybe yeah. this guy's got a magic D, and she's got to get D into it. <laughs> No kidding, man. <laughs> oh, man. That is crazy, dude. Yeah, this is a really weird story. Well, then again, maybe, maybe you know, when you go that deep, you know, may, not deep, that, that, that far in the countryside. <laughs> Dirty bastard. I, I think there's alcohol in this zero. Um, you know what? Maybe if you go that far out, maybe there's just not that many, like, handsome dudes. And this chick is just like, yo, there's only one in that mountain over there. And there's nothing stopping me except for that yeah. mountain over there. <laughs> Yodelay, hee She starts climbing the mountain and shit. <laughs> She's got a pick. Dude, I call oh. the cops too. She showed up. She has like a picks and a rope. She's like picks and a rope. Yeah. There. <laughs> I really like the part where he says he had consulted with the police last year about it being stalked by the woman. I wish he would have said after the police finished laughing, they lift, they, they issued her a warning. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Are you going to okay? Well, you're gonna you know, be okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that that area is pretty rough. I mean, you got mountains. I mean, it, the weather there is not very pleasant, you know. So basically, I mean, if you're living up there, dude, you got to be hardcore. So maybe she kind of looks like Hulk Hogan or something. Yeah, I was just thinking, like you, you just, you just triggered a memory in my mind. You remember that movie Misery? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be something like that where she's like a little, like a stocky little bitch, man. And she's like up there, like trying to, she wants to put this guy in the bed and break his legs and so he can't get away. Write me a story, bitch. <laughs> oh, write me a story and then let me jump on that hog for a minute. <laughs> oh, man. Rides him into oblivion. Yeah. Did you read the book? No, I don't read that. Uh, I, I, Stephen King books are boring as shit for me. Oh, no, 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 no. Old Stephen King really? books are great. It's the newer, that newer okay. one. It's like towards the 90s, like when he was writing The Stand, where basically he got really into detail, right? He spent like five pages describing a room before somebody entered it or whatever. But if you right. go back, uh, his older stuff, like, I mean, Christine, the book Christine is so phenomenal, dude. It's like, it's basically the movie, but with like more really creepy, goofy kind of like, 
dark stuff in there, man. Like the Christine's an amazing book. Uh, of course, Carrie's a great book. Yeah, his older books are the ones you want to read. Stuff from like the early when he was an alcoholic, pretty much. <laughs> when he when was cocaine. on sauce, yeah. yeah. When he's all fucked up, yeah. dude. His books are great. Cujo, yeah, read Cujo. Read Cujo with a candle. Uh, lit a lit candle. Don't don't you know? Don't get the wrong idea since we're talking about sex and shit. <laughs> okay, next story. Next. I was gonna say. Wait, let me let me back oh. up there. I do read horror horror books, and my favorite author right now is Ray Garton. Mm. Ray Garton writes some amazing horror novels, man, and he is really good. So if you really? have a chance to go check out Ray Garton, please do that, folks. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm. All right. So next story: a woman arrested for taking a friend's key, giving it to an acquaintance so he could rob her apartment during dinner. Uh, I think for this last week, yeah, we Did covered you this, on this last week. Last week's show, yeah, yeah. Let me let me. Uh, and then the next one we covered on last week's show too. Uh, inmate waiting for execution dies from choking on food. Bro, all these are from last week. All these the last three stories are from last week. I wasn't here last week. All three of them. Yeah. That, yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Let me just send you a link to where some uh, news is. And uh, uh, see. we'll hop on to some newer news. I think Tom might be drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the show, guys. I got to take yeah. care of my kid. No, no, no. Yeah. Tom's actually taking care of his kid. Let's see here. Uh, just a joke. Well, you're only kidding. We love him. We love Tom. We love Tom. He's doing the right thing tonight. He's taking care of his kid, and uh, he's going to work early tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. Good job. Good job, Tom. We support you. Okay, there's a link. Literally, but yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's 2023. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, wow. Okay. Some of these are a little bit newer. Okay. Send me a link and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll holler out a story. I did, I did. You got oh, it. Oh shit! I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at face bitch. Oh face bitch, yeah. No, dude. I'm sending it to yeah, you at Zoom. Zoomerumi. Gotcha. Hmm. Oh god, sorry. I think I don't think I should drive. I think my guts are gonna blow up again. Oh. Asahi zero. Oh. Ugh, I'm a zero for drinking that one. Ugh. All right, I am ready to rock. Okay, murder rock, of ninety-year-old woman linked to. Oh, murder of ninety-year-old woman linked to an online site recruiting members for household robberies. Ooh. Tokyo police investigating the murder of a ninety-year-old woman at her house in Kome, Tokyo, last week said that the information on mobile phones confiscated from suspects in two robberies in Tokyo, Nakano Ward, and Chiba Prefecture listed the Kome house as a target for a job. Kinyo uh, Oshio was found dead uh, by the police and the members of her family in the basement of her three-story house at 5.20 p.m. last Thursday, Kyoto News reported. Her wrists were tied together with a zip zip band, and she had been beaten around the head and had suffered a broken kneecap. Ooh, they beat the shit out of this bitch. Okay. Oshio lived with her son and his wife and their two adult children. Uh, all four of them had left the house around 8 a.m. to go to work, leaving Oshio in the house alone. Police said the first and second floors of the basement and the basement of the house had been ransacked. Mm. Wow, they beat the shit out of this chick, huh? 
You know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it totally uh, sucks. That, but, I mean, but they got a basement? I've never been to a Japanese house that has a basement. Have you? I've never seen one either. No, no. I, I've been to ones in the States that have a basement. I, I fucking grew up in a basement, man, when I was a little kid. They make us all go play in the basement, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, like rec rooms or whatnot. But the thing is, just like in Japan, having a basement in a house is very, very, very uncommon. I mean, extremely uncommon. I mean, of course, apartment buildings That's do. That's why they got robbed. I was going to say, that's why they got robbed, because they're fucking rich. Yeah. They were just loaded. And then they saw that big-ass house with the basement, and they said, we're going to rob these motherfuckers. That's strange. Okay, yeah, okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, the Good last bit of this, it says, the police said that the... <laughs> the police said that the escalating series of robberies are becoming more violent. First, elderly, elderly victims in their home were bound, uh, but in the most recent cases, victims have been beaten with hammers and other blunt objects, forcing them to hand over cash and items of value. God, man. That's fucked that's, up, man. You can't pretty, beat on old grandpa and grandma with a hammer. That's fucked up. That is pretty fucked up. Man, jeez. Grandma and grandpa. Oh, dude. Yeah. Old man strength didn't work out this time. You know, the thing is, it's just like... um. Fuck, dude, what do you do? Ugh. Well, we don't have guns here, but what are they going to do? Outlaw hammers? <laughs> if I had a hammer, I'd have... Okay, let's change this. Okay, next story. Last story. <laughs> I need to drink. Right. I need to drink. I need a cigar, and I need a beer. That's what I need. Or some whiskey. Yeah, some whiskey. All right. Hell uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely for the next show. Okay, college student admits that he robbed taxi driver, denies in court that he was rude about it. Well, that will definitely, you know. Oh, I read that last no. week. Did you really? Are you fucking Bro. serious? God. Yeah, I, that was my story last week. Read, read, the, read the one that says 43-year-old Boso Zoku biker arrested for reckless driving. Yeah, but that's not interesting. They always drive reckless, recklessly. Uh, let's see here. Okay, here we go. We're going to. Oh, there's the one about ex-police. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go on a uh, dark note. Man says he tried to steal a okay. gun from police officer in Coban so he could kill himself. Oh, yeah. Woo. Death by cop. Well, suicide by copicide. Is that what it is? Anyway, the story took place in one of my favorite cities, Osaka. I used to do. Mwah. A police in Matsubara, Osaka prefecture, arrested a 35-year-old unemployed man after he entered a Koban police box and tried to steal a police officer's gun, which is literally impossible. Don't even think about doing that because the gun is attached to their hip, and there's like this little like uh, bungee cord thing that's attached to their belt. And uh, yeah, dude, you can't get you can't get your hands on a gun. It's impossible. This guy's it's an like idiot. one of those. It's like one of those old 70s uh, phones. You remember those phones that used to hang on the wall? 80s yep. and 70s and 80s. That, you know, they had that stupid thick ro rope cord, mm -hmm. you know, that would stretch. Mm -hmm. It's like that. Mm -hmm. You can't it's cut that thing. Rope. You can't snap that thing. It's, connect it's connected to their hip, like you said. Yep, absolutely, dude. It's kind of like a zoot suit, like wallet chain. Anyway, according to police, the incident occurred at around 5.10 p.m. at the Koban in front of uh, Kawaichi Matsubara Station, Kyoto News reported. Police said the man came into the Koban brandishing a handsaw and tried to steal the officer's gun. No, that, that's a way to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah but with a saw dude i mean if you're all right never ever ever do this this is bad news don't do this but um if 
in a parallel universe, if I was going to do something like this, I wouldn't just have a fucking handsaw. I would have a chainsaw. But yeah, um, no yeah. kidding, right? Yeah. I mean, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Fuck up the guy's desk and make one leg shorter so every time he sits down, the desk rocks? You might fix it. He said, here, I just got to take an edge off right there. Now it's perfect. That was symmetrical. Okay. Uh, yeah. The police, uh, no, the 45-year-old officer on duty managed to talk to the man into dropping the saw and no one was injured. Uh, there's no way anybody would get injured in this kind of a situation. <laughs> there's no way. Uh, the saw obviously didn't have a blade as well. Uh, the man was later quoted as saying that he wanted the gun so he could commit suicide. What was he going to be like? Give me the gun or I'm going to saw the table. I don't know. <laughs> what a dumbass, dude. Oh, God. What about the cop, man? What about the cop? Drop the saw. No. Drop the saw. No. Drop the saw. Okay. <laughs> you think he pull on his gun he's like freeze or i'll shoot and then the guy dropped yeah. the saw and he's like oh wait a second that's exactly what i wanted oh i no dropped shit, the saw. Right? Yeah. too late oh can man. i pick my saw back up <laughs> let's do this and go over again time out time yeah. out <laughs> rabbit season duck season rabbit season duck season oh god yeah i don't know man criminals sometimes just don't think <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. This guy should have stayed in school. Oh man. Well, on that note, faders. Uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this very special episode of Got Fit of Japan, and it is very special because uh, I'm sober. It's super late at night. I'm completely sleep deprived. I'm dying for a drink. You know, my hands are like shaking. I'm like dancing over here. Actually, I think it's because I need a cigar. I think I'm addicted to nicotine now. Oh man, I went from one fun thing to the next. I went from booze to like cigars. Oh geez, you know. There's more nicotine in cigars than there is in cigarettes. Is that true? I mentioned. I thought I guess, so. I guess. Yeah. You know more about it than I do, brother. Yeah. I'm just making things up at this point. I just need a cigar. I need a cigar. Yeah. I'm shaking. It's not the booze. Uh, I swear to God. Um, but uh, Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. It's a pleasure fading with you, even though I'm not really fading. I'm fake fading at this point, but at least I was honest. You know, I think like a lot of those, like, uh, what you call it, shows that you watch where people are drinking. I think a lot of times those guys are fucking drinking fake beer or fake wine or whatever, and they're faking it up or whatever. I'm at least honest. I'm like, yo, bitches, I'm drinking Asahi Zero, and uh, it's because I don't want my stomach to explode. <laughs> oh. Well, man, I hope your stomach and all the other parts that are connected to it get better and we can have a drink together soon. Did you say the other parts connected to my stomach get bigger? Because that would be cool, too. That would be awesome. What if you had a giant butthole? <laughs> no, no. Well, I meant, you know, never mind what I meant. <laughs> anyway, faders, <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, you know what to do. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Go to Patreon. Set up for Patreon. We do have Instagram and we got Facebook and Twitter and all that shit's free. But uh, the one thing that would really, really, really make our day is that if you just... Sign up to YouTube. I mean, if you not sign up to YouTube, what am I talking about? I do need a drink at this point. If you subscribe to YouTube, Got Fit in Japan, that would be absolutely fantastic because that would make our day because we want to get one billion, trillion, quadrillion, sectillion followers by the end of the night. All right. On that note, thank you very much. And uh, Jeremy, peace. Peace, brother. And everyone else, go fuck yourself. Oh. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! 
Excuse me. We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.